Welcome to the RF Elements Unlicensed Podcast. I'm Caleb Nauer, and this is Tassos Alex EU. What's going on, buddy? What's happening, everybody? How are you? How are you? Oh, man, good. So we, we've managed to survive yet another year in Vegas at Wispapalooza. So. Absolutely. I'm, I'm tired. I don't know if it shows. <laughs> Maybe got some bags under my eyes or something. But, you know, I spent a few extra days there as well. My wife flew in uh, on Thursday evening after the event, so I stayed till Sunday. And, whew, that was tough. It was definitely tough. Yeah, it was a long week. I'm going to use this as an excuse for the bags under my eyes for at least the next few weeks. So didn't didn't go hard as it would, I have sometimes gone, but it still went pretty hard. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be back. So we had a really great show. And I thought what we'd do this week is talk a bit about our experience, kind of give a recap of what happened. But before we do that, give the audience the call to action, Tassos. Absolutely. Don't forget to like listen, or subscribe to our podcast on YouTube or anywhere else you download your audio podcasts like Google, Spotify, and Apple. All right, all right. So, the show. Most things went really, really well with it. We did have a couple little bummers. I figured we'd get the bummers out of the way, and then we'll talk about all the cool stuff that happened. So, uh, the first one was the travel. So, luckily, I got in okay. I flew in on Sunday, American flight out of Charlotte. Got there, no problem. I'm like, all right, everyone's going to be here when I get here, and it's going to be great. But unfortunately, didn't work out that way, did it? Nope, not at all. <laughs> it did not. I mean, I was, I was, I would say you were the most fortunate because you made it, right? I was more fortunate than others. But yeah, it was terrible, especially with uh, Southwest canceled so many flights. And uh, yeah, I, I knew it the night before. I was like, damn it, I'm going to get caught up in this. I woke up early in the morning to get my early flight out. And sure enough, as soon as I checked, canceled. Southwest allowed me to rebook my flight, which I did for like a, an 8 p.m. flight that night, which was you know more than sufficient because it was Sunday. We really don't have to be there till about noon on Monday. But uh, somehow I knew, I had a feeling that, you know, this is probably too good to be true. I was like, what <laughs> if, what if I get there at 8 p.m. and then they cancel it? Now I'm struggling to get there on Monday. So, yeah, I, I went on Expedia. I found the, the cheapest flight I can find, not on Southwest, which, by the way, much love for Southwest uh, still. But uh, I found a flight, so I bought a second ticket with American Airlines to leave at pretty much like 20 minutes before my Southwest flight. Um, and I was at the airport and I was considering, I'm like, well, shit, you know, it still says Southwest is on time. Maybe I should just take, you know, my original flight. Good thing I didn't because I took the American Airlines direct flight. As soon as I landed in Vegas and took airplane mode off, here come the notifications, you know, <laughs> flight delayed, flight delayed with Southwest. So I don't know if those people ever made it out, but uh, I made it and uh, all things are good now, I think. Yeah, I was. We had already finished dinner, hanging out, and you're like, "Hey, I'm finally here." I'm like, "Come on down." And you're like, "Nope, nope, I'm done. I'll see you in the morning." So probably a good yeah. decision, but yeah, I was made for a long day. So now flying yeah. back, yeah, it's kind of a different story for me because we take off Friday morning. Everything's cool. We're a little late. They're like, "Yeah, we have some maintenance tickets," but yeah, they're closed out now. So we finally go about an hour into flight. The pilot comes on. He's like, "Yeah." We got some check engine lights on one of the engines. I'm sure it's not a big deal, but uh, we might be making some changes. A few minutes later, he's like, yeah, we're going to Dallas. And I'm like, but I don't want to go to Dallas. But I didn't have a vote in this. So we get to Dallas. We land. We get to the gate. They want to open the door. They're like, well, we might reuse this plane. We might fix it. We might let some people off. We're not really sure. We're like, okay. Sit there 20, 30 minutes. The pilot comes on. He's like, yeah. 
this plane is broken. So everybody yeah. off. We're going to get you a new plane. We finally, and they shuffled us around, whatever else. So it wasn't that long. A couple hours we hung out. So got home a few hours late, about 11 o'clock, but could have been a lot worse. So but that was my first diversion because of a broken plane. So that was really cool. So yeah, definitely. I mean, my, my flight back was uh, uneventful whatsoever. I was just an absolute genius in deciding to book like the 7.30 a.m. flight out. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't thinking. I probably saw 7.30 p.m. Who knows? It was 7.30 a.m. So I woke up at like 4.30, right, to get to the airport by 5. Thank God I did because the line was like all the way around the corner outside oh, wow. the door. Luckily, um, TSA pre. So like I got on that line at first and I'm like, is there TSA pre? And they're like, it's all the way the other way. So I ended up zooming through. I was there two hours early. Um, so this, you know, despite just being exhausted from a, a week in Vegas, uh, I made it home direct, no issues, no check engine lights, no baggage <laughs> loss, nothing right to my car, right to my bed and, uh, cuddled my puppies, man. I was, I was happy. I was happy to get my, see my dogs again and, and the kids. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So that was a crazy thing. Like we got to, I'm like Friday morning, 11 o'clock flight is going to be packed. I get there about nine. I was 15 minutes from walking in the door to being at the gate. I'm like, man, this is awesome. We're going to get home so easy. I was feeling good. Got some sleep night before I'm like, couldn't be easier. And, uh, I was wrong, but no, no, no. So anyway, it's not a big <laughs> deal. Now the real bummer, unfortunately, was some of the logistics and shipping stuff in. So terrible. You know, we're we're spread out the the u.s folks are spread out across the country and then of course you know we're based in slovakia and that's where they send most of the marketing material so are things like shirts and you know all the new stuff and everything else so we're like all right we ship everything like we've done every year piece of cake we had like two weeks to get these shirts and stuff here it got stuck in customs got stuck in, i mean for two weeks it got stuck in customs in la Never could move it. And that really sucks because that's what a lot of people are for. We had those super cool ultra horn shirts that we were so excited about. So absolutely. And of course, it was you know, supposed to be its debut, right? <laughs> exactly. And everyone's like, man, I want one of those shirts. I'm like, we'll get them too. We got a whole lot coming. They're going to be here like Tuesday. They're going to be here Wednesday. So we tear down the booth. We get done tearing down the booth about 6.15. No, five minutes out the door, I get a notification. It's like, it's cleared customs. I'm like, oh, Yay. yes. <laughs> Yeah, DHL really coming through. The other 15 <laughs> shipments, not a problem. The one people actually cared about. So, yeah, that was lame, but we're not going to focus on the bummers. Let's talk about all the cool stuff, which is definitely, you know, the, the majority of what was happening. So we had a great show as always. I guess the biggest news for us, uh, winning product of the year for the asymmetrical horns for the third year in a row. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my precious is right here. Hold on. Wee. <laughs> and if you see that 2021 product of the year is three years in a row. This is fantastic. Um, I can't even begin to tell everybody again how uh, proud I am of the company, how hard we worked and how thankful, thankful we are uh, for everybody in the WISP industry that continues to support us and vote for us. I actually have all three and I kind of sleep with these things underneath my pillows at night and stuff like that to give me inspiration. So. Maybe that's why your back is jacked up sometimes. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's just that lump on my pillow right, from, from the award stabbing me in the neck. And uh, no, honestly, for all you guys out there, much love. Thank you so much. We love you guys. We work hard. Seriously, for you guys, for the industry, we try and do what's best. Even if it's, you know, some some tough medicine you have to take sometimes, uh, we have to do what we have to do in order to be at the top. And we're getting there. We're definitely getting there. And it's an amazing feeling. And uh, you all should be proud, too, because you guys are 
you know, doing what's right for this industry and working hard and, and showing that, you know, with a little grit and some effort, man, the sky is the limit, everybody. Love you. Seriously. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks so much. We definitely couldn't do it without you guys and can do what we're doing right now without you guys. So true. Another, yet another shout out to the folks back in Slovakia. I mean, you know, it's real easy for uh, Tassos and the rest of us to slide up our own stage. We're like, yeah, we rule. Yeah, we're I've awesome. been here. I've been here like six months. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's just what we do. Right. So, but yeah. everyone back at HQ, I mean, you know, you guys made this happen. So thanks. I say it all the time. I mean, they, they honestly, our extremely talented designers and engineers, they are the heroes that don't wear capes. Honestly, they they are the ones behind the scenes. You know, they they see me the face, they see you the face, and uh, they think. But we have an army, an army of talented, not just engineers and designers, logistics people, right, administrative people, everybody. We really can't do it without the entire team coming together. You and I, Caleb. I mean, we get the easy part of the thing. You know, these guys work hard, make a fantastic product, and we're up front receiving all the praise so yeah definitely team slovak 100 100 percent. so of course nobody from that team could get here this year because the travel restrictions and stuff another that bummer. looks like yeah another bummer but it looks like that's about to lift so uh you'll get to meet uh hopefully a bunch of these cats in new orleans for wisp america in march so. definitely i'm looking forward to that some more mm, yum yums good food <laughs> <laughs> that was another thing you know vegas is always a cool town but you know it's funny the older you get it used to be like where's the biggest party and now we're like uh what's the best meal we can find so <laughs> yeah. how, how early can i escape and go to bed and nobody will notice or something like this, you know? <laughs> yeah we're like you want the 9 30 reservation or the 6 30 reservation we're like oh 6 30 please so <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> Uh, but the food's great. Uh, you know, it always is. So I know we're looking forward to that New Orleans as well. That's another eater's town and, uh, we will definitely get it done then for sure. So the show itself, you know, I think went really, really well, especially for being, you know, we did Wisp America in Dallas and that was a big show, but the Vegas show, there's just so much more involved. You know, when you're talking about the venue and the unions and, you know, the shipping and all this other stuff. And I think the show came together really well. Yeah, 100%. I, I, again, like I said, I, I really can't say enough about uh, the, again, the entire team, right? So so people, again, just like us, they see you and me, right? So they think Wispa is Claude, you know, and, and, and those guys that are like kind of the face of Wispa that they see up front. But man, there's an army, an army of hardworking individuals uh, behind the scenes that are doing all the work, the contract negotiations, the, the food preparation stuff to make sure that we have enough food and drink to feed people and just, you know, making sure that it really goes off without a hitch. And, and I'll tell you, I mean, it was absolutely smooth. There was really zero problems. Everything went off. Timing was right. Uh, you know, no rooms were double booked or anything like this. I mean, they, they did a fantastic job once again. So bravo to our friends at WISPA. And we look forward to the same, the same type of event at the same caliber in NOLA in March. For sure, for sure. I think the flow was really good. Like you said, the meals were good. Like everything just moved the way it should have, as we would expect. So yep. that was really good. Um, attendance was good, you know, not as high as some folks had hoped, but realistically, considering the state of where everything is right now, I think we had really, really good attendance, not from, you know, from the staff, but also, you know, all the other exhibitors and stuff. You know, there were, yeah. there were a crowd of folks there. I think we were 17, between 1750 and 1800, which is a really strong count for where we are right now. So, 
there. Yeah. Again, I think 2019 was like 2,500 people. So in 2020, when it got canceled because of COVID, uh, we, were, we were expecting to see, you know, 3,000 people, right? So I, I would have assumed that, you know, this one would have been at around that same level, maybe slightly more, maybe, you know, slightly less. Um, but yeah, again, with a lot of the travel restrictions and uncertainty and uh, stuff like that, I mean, even a lot of WISPs are, are having a hard time finding employees to work, right? So a lot of people yeah. who would have had backup, you know, and, and they could have came, um, had to stay behind and run their WISP. So, I mean, bravo to you guys too. You got to do what you got to do. Uh, there's always, you know, WISP America, next year WISP Palooza as well. Um, I, I am excited to say that for the second time in a row, you know, Wisp America and now Wisp Palooza, we had a showing from somebody from Rhode Island. So we had our Rhode Island Wisp. <laughs> so we still got all 50 states. So at least at least we got representation from every state again. And uh, that was cool to see. So I'm excited about that as well. That's very cool. Very cool. So Puerto Rico is huge too. Did you notice how many people uh, showed up Wisp from Puerto Rico? Some really, really big teams. You know, we saw uh, I, uh, um uh, Gino, which we we see quite often, Ivan from Osnet came out uh, as well with his team. It was great seeing his face again. I mean, a bunch of wisps from uh, basically the Caribbean area, right? I think there were some people from uh, Virgin Islands as well and stuff like that. So that was again really cool to see. Yeah, there were a few more, a few more countries and you know other regions that I wouldn't necessarily expecting. So Mexico had a strong contingency, yeah. a bunch of Canadians and stuff. You know, folks that yep. could get into the country. So yeah, basically anybody who could travel made it right. So again, seventeen hundred is a, a really strong number, I think, considering all the obstacles that we've had. So. Yeah, um, we talked to a whole ton of folks at the booth, so it was kind of, we, we did the scan thing just to see how many people we talked to, and I don't think we got everybody, you know, uh, our no. best <laughs> efforts, but, you know, it's just hard to do, yeah. but, you know, that was really cool, seeing the numbers, um, and getting to see, like, names, we're like, uh, you know, I'm looking through the list, I'm like, oh, those guys were there, but I couldn't talk to them, I wonder why, I'm like, oh, because, you know, there were four or six of us, excuse me, that were talking yeah. constantly, you know, during the main hours and stuff, so. Yeah, Ken, our sales guy, lost his voice on day one you know so <laughs> man down you know poor guy we're like oh he's just got a little dry voice you know vegas or whatever we'll come back uh yeah it's not back yet so we may have broken ken so oops not he's our old. fault yeah so if his wife hears this it's nothing had nothing to do with what we were doing so yeah, yeah definitely not. um but no the attendance at the booth was really good it had some really cool conversations again you know getting to meet you know folks we've known for a long time getting to meet a lot of folks that we've talked to on calls and stuff you know we picked up a lot of new customers over the last you know since we've had one of these shows for sure and getting to put faces to those names you know as always is a really good experience but i think especially so now and this year that was really cool um we yeah, had our, the, the, our product launch too right so we had a, a lot of new items that uh, we brought to market so we did a, a virtual product launch you know uh, eight months ago or something like that so it was really cool to see people's faces and to get their real reactions and feedback most importantly on the changes that we've made to some of our existing products and and the new products we're bringing out like larger array sectors we finally have a cbrs sector which is pretty pretty kick-ass and uh we're excited to see that stuff come out so that that was really good because really it's that feedback Back we get from the user base is how we you know build products that are just outstanding and get better you know year after year so that was really really good to, to have that interaction yeah that always is a fun part you put all the spark into it i'm like hey we made a new thing uh 
you guys want this thing, right? Like, this is cool? Okay, 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 yeah, all right. So, um, definitely some sort of unique touches on stuff. You know, CBRS sector uh, with the new port uh, doors and stuff. I think that's really slick. A lot of interest in the new 2.4, the higher gain sector. Um, the new asymmetrical 45 starter horn. I think that one's going to be a beast. Um, That's kick-ass for its size, and it's, the gain is just really fantastic. And, it, and of course, the, the cost, right? Uh, it's a definitely an entry-level 45-degree asymmetrical starter horn. Uh, it's going to be fantastic when that thing comes out. Definitely is. So show the new tweaks to the 60 and 90 asymmetrical with the chassis change and stuff. So got really good feedback on that. Plus the stuff that, you know, that we launched last time and people hadn't really seen yet. You know, everyone's been so busy this year. It's been hard to catch up. So, you know, the starter dishes we had a lot of really good conversation about the starter dishes, some different applications, uh, whether you're using the ISOs or the mimosas and stuff like that with the native waveguides. So had a ton of really good conversations about that, especially as people are seeing the need more and more to have those higher gain and t- quality antennas at the CPE side, get those higher SNRs and push those higher modulation rates and stuff. So that was super cool. What else we had? Oh, the taco truck. <laughs> <laughs> Tasso's tacos. <laughs> yeah. The Tasso's tacos, the Tasso's truck, taco tacos. Yeah. So, I think a lot of folks got a big kick out of that. So that was for those that didn't see it or didn't see the pictures, you know, we've got this cardboard cut out of a taco truck and it was mainly for new whisk users or, you know, you're getting started. You're like, I'm frustrated. You know, maybe I should just do the taco truck, which is this long running sort of, uh, joke that's been going on social media and stuff. So we had a little fun with it, take a lot of pictures, but it was mainly to say, Hey, new folks, like you can do this. It's going to be okay. And here's a way that you can start out doing it smarter, you know, as you go. So a lot of really good feedback from that. Uh, plus, it's just kind of cool to have something different. So now we're, we're already plotting out next year what we're going to do. So we might have to have a little mm. more. Uh, hmm, hmm. Might have a few more of our, our late night Friday sessions to do some more <laughs> hard thinking to come up with some more <laughs> ideas. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What else we do? It was cool. Oh, the session. You know, I bitched and moaned about that session being at 9 15 the whole time until finally ken explained to me he's like no it's not that i hate you it's just the best attended session so i'm like okay well if you'd open with that i'd have been way less fussy about this whole thing dude so yeah but yeah. The, the the session went really well we had like 60 some odd folks in there uh the folks were engaged answered questions so at 9 15 in the morning in vegas to have that sort of engagement and question and back and forth conversation i was more than tickled man so that was that was super cool I, I really can't complain about that either. And you can only imagine uh, what it possibly would have been if we had full attendance at the show as well, right? So that's a, another thing that we kind of judge, you know, how, how things are growing. And I remember our first session ever, you know, our first vendor presentation that we did, you know, six years ago or something like that. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, you know, terribly under attended, you know, and, and just to see it grow, you know, year after year is just, uh, just fantastic. So that was, it was good. It was good information, good updates. And again, another really great reason for people to come and join WISPA and attend these shows because there's a lot of information that you get directly fed. And, you know, it's really, again, not about getting information because you could always go to a company's website and try and get, you know, all the updates and stuff. But where else can you just sit down with the manufacturer and just beat up on them and let them know, hey, this is what we need. This is what we want. And this is why something isn't working. And, you know, of course, this is what you're doing great, right? Because there's no better motivation than, you know, some praise from your user base and stuff like that. So it's really important, you know, if you, you know, if you're going to sit back and complain, 
about everything that isn't right and uh, really not do something to get involved and be part of the change you want to see, uh, well, then, you know, there's nothing we can do about that. Um, but definitely WISPA is, is, is the, the place to be for a lot of this stuff and, and making change. For sure, for sure, a hundred percent. So, and I think all those sessions went well. Like the feedback from everyone I talked to was really good. So, just more of the good things, and we're gonna keep on cranking. So, like we said, New Orleans they announced it's gonna be New Orleans for Wisp America, March like fourteenth to seventeenth, something like that. So, that'll be a fun one. Um, but yeah, so it was. It was great. I'm happy to be there. Happy to go back. Uh, happy to be home in the interim. <laughs> yeah, so. I am. I think I, I, I think I slept to like like noon or one o'clock on, on Monday. So I was a little late coming into the office, you know, eh. with, with, with occasional kind of wake up on Skype and kind of answer like I was working. But now I was I was dead, man. I was dead. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. So, oh, and the last thing the the Paris Paris worked out really well. I did like not having to walk eight miles between the exhibit area to the room. So it was pretty short hikes so there. That's always a really awesome thing too. Yeah. My feet were thankful for that for sure. Very much, very much. So, well, we got a lot to catch up on, so not to try to cut anybody short here, but you know, we had a lot going on. Uh, we still have a lot going on. We have a lot of things we got to get back to folks on. So I think we're going to wrap it a little bit early this time. In the meantime, though, if you guys have any questions, reach out to us. Oh, thanks to everyone, by the way, who was like, hey, guys, we listen to the podcast, and it's awesome. Like, I was surprised how many folks were like, oh, hey, it's you from the podcast. I'm like, hey, dude, I have no idea who you are. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah. yeah, we're super pumped. We got a lot of energy coming back from the show to, to do this. So, again, you know, we've got a lot of plans, but in the meantime, you guys have any questions or anything, please reach out to us. You can find us on all of our social media channels and the Facebook groups, uh, Caleb at RFElements.com, Tossus at RFElements.com. Let us know what you want to hear. Let us know what you want to talk about. And we'll get after it. Yeah, and we definitely want to see you on our podcast, right? So if you're interested in being a guest, if you're a WISP specifically, we want to talk to you. Um, if you're a hardware manufacturer, we want to talk to you too. So here's your chance to kind of get on board, join our podcast, and uh, kind of plug into what we have going on here. So uh, hope to see you guys soon. You know, Send us some direct messages and let us know if you want to get involved. But I guess until next time, stay horny, everybody. All right, stay horny, y'all. Peace.